0: All right, FitSpeak listeners, you are in for a special treat tonight. We're sitting down with Nathan Killam, uh, pro triathlete, once weighing 210 pounds at the age of 18. He's now running a uh, 33 minute 10 kilometer. He's a firefighter. He started uh, triathlon back in 2006 ish. Seven, seven. 2007. Um, we're going to sit down and talk briefly and quickly about his tips and motivation to break through to find uh, your success. So, um, welcome to the show. Thank you for sitting down with us, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for coming in. We've been doing a lot of talking tonight. Um, So, you are having quite some success with triathlon. Um, I've known you for quite a while now. Um, It's always a treat to chat with you. It's just... We get to talk about all sorts of different things. Uh, what we're aiming for in this, uh, little sit down is, uh, precursor, uh, to your big interview post and, um, uh, post race, um, interview. Um, and you wanted to, uh, maybe you wanted to talk a little bit about, um, identifying maybe how you' found success in triathlon coming from uh, a heavier background and uh, a less active background. Uh, was there ever a time that uh, you had where you wanted to quit, but you wanted to keep, you just kept going in triathlon?:
1: I mean, I can't say that there's ever been a time where I've wanted to quit this sport as a whole. I mean, I've been really lucky that I haven't been injured too badly. Uh, Nothing that's really prevented me from training or racing to much of a degree. Uh, But there's definitely been lots of times when I'm going to do a workout and I just want to quit the workout or even, you know, in the middle of a workout doing an interval. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, even uh, two days ago I was on the bike and I had this bike run workout to do in my house and I was riding on the bike and the interval was really hard and I just didn't want to keep going. It was just getting really, really, really uncomfortable and I was suffering and sweating everywhere. But, uh, you know, I just, I just said, well, you, you can't quit. You, can't, you just can't stop. You have to keep going. Like is, you, you, just quitting isn't an option.
0: Is it your, is it something that is, is there something snapping in your brain? versus just tired muscles and stuff. How how do you kind of connect the wires back together so that you're able to kind of continue on and and get through that kind of a low point in your motivation when it comes to your training?
1: I mean, in the training, I think uh, like two days ago, for instance, I'm just, you have to refocus on why you're doing it. And you just have to remember that there is a reason you're doing these workouts or these intervals and, and they're going to help you towards the goal that you've set forward for yourself. So for instance, I'm racing, uh, in a week and a half in Peru and that workout was directly related to this race. So I thought, you know, I like, you, you just can't stop because it's uncomfortable because when you're racing, it's going to be, it's going to be uncomfortable too. Mm-hmm. So you just have to keep going. And, uh, in the past, I've had moments when I've just you know felt really overtrained, uh, and you know sometimes you go out there into a workout and just things don't feel right, and you know maybe that is a time when you need to you know pull the pin on a workout. But uh, I would say that you can you you come to this point in your training where you you realize the difference between just. You know, being tired and not wanting to do something because it's hard or it's uncomfortable versus, you know, actually needing to not do something because you're overtrained or something doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. whether it's injury or sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that, you know, you learn with time. But I would say when I'm just, you know, when I'm out there training and I'm tired and it's hard and, you know, maybe it's raining and I just don't want to keep going, you uh, you just have to think about the reasons why you do the sport. What your what your specific goals are. I like to think short term goals like I think, you know, okay, I just gotta get through this last interval. I only got like, you know, two minutes left. I just gotta keep pushing. Mm-hmm. And then you just break it up into smaller, little bite sized chunks. And uh I think that helps me, you know, when, when you're really feeling uncomfortable and you don't wanna be doing something. Uh or think about the races, you know, I think about you know the race that I have coming up or you know maybe a race that went well recently, and uh that also helps me get through you know the the difficult portions of workouts mm-hmm.
0: so you' what you do is you 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 have a big idea and you break it down into smaller 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 ideas in order to be able to get your kind of your head wrapped around it so you sort of identify where you may run into pitfalls.
1: Yeah. Uh and you know like if you're tired and you're going into a workout and you got to do I don't know 10 intervals, you know, don't don't think of it as 10 intervals because that's going to be so hard and maybe overwhelming and you're just going to go I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Just break it up into you know two times five intervals so just think I got to get through these five intervals. And you know, you get to the third one you're like oh, I'm halfway through and then you finish the fifth one you're like okay. I'm over the hump, you just gotta get through five more. Mm-hmm. And then you finish and you know you have that feeling of accomplishment mm-hmm. and that uh and you know that, you know, that workout is just gave you a little bit into the bank for that goal that mm-hmm. you have, you know, whether it's this goal for a race coming up in two weeks or in two months or at the end of the year, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh I think you just, you know I love this sport and you know, when it gets really hard, maybe you're know, like, ah, damn, why am I doing this? But every time I always go back to, you know, I love the sport and, you know, I, I want to do well in this race. So mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to suck it up and do it.
0: So it's a matter of perspective and just identifying how to to attack your goals yeah. and not overwhelming yourself. and Totally. And, just and,
1: overcome. It. You just have to, you know, get over that little mental block and you got to use whatever method you can, like some people... Maybe they're racing for somebody or for something, and you just got to think about that that person, or that cause, or that reason that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason you're doing that workout is because you're going to do this race, and that race is for this person. So think about that person, or think about you know this reason, whatever the, whatever it is for you, because it's different for everybody. But you just need to kind of keep that that eye on the goal. You know, mm-hmm. think about it because that's going to kind of get you a little fired up when you're feeling you know tired or things mm-hmm. are hard they're supposed to be hard. That's, that's that's what training is. Yeah. You're training for the hard days. Racing is going to be real hard. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just, you have to try and keep that, that little bit of perspective about what, what you're doing it for. And that I think really can help pull you through a, a dark moment.
0: That's right. One of the things that surprised me, uh, a long time ago was when you and I were out riding, um, with Sean Callahan back in Maple Ridge, uh, I can't even remember. Must have been it's, eight or nine years really
1: ago. Is. A few, few
0: minutes ago. You're riding well. Um, we're out having a great day, and uh, you brought up the fact that you were heavy, which surprised me, um, and it it kind of made me think differently about things. And um, I'm just wondering if um, you remember. Kind of the day when you decided to take a step and and you know you realized that you know you weren't happy you you um, you needed to make a change um maybe the the fear of the unknown was kind of getting in and trying to haul you back into the hole. Do you remember any of those thoughts and how you sort of um dealt with them and tackled them to be able to move forwards
1: yeah, totally uh, I remember. When I was at my heaviest, I just, I just graduated from high school uh, in June, and it was the uh, following about October, November. You know, I'd gone a couple months with no PE, no more exercising, because, you know, exercising is for losers. And uh, all I did was uh, go, uh, go to school to be a heavy-duty mechanic, uh, to eat fast food all the time. Uh, work on race cars. Re- eating, you know, take out Chinese food like massive amounts, pizzas. Like eating one or two pizzas sometimes even, and uh, I was getting pretty thick and pretty heavy. And I remember my dad had the scale in the basement, and I remember being down there one day, and I just stepped on it, and the numbers flashed, and then it said 210, and I was like, Whoa!
0: And how old were <laughs> you? Just,
1: I'm 18 years old, and mm-hmm. I'm like, Whoa! I've Gained so much weight so quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm on a really bad slope here. Like, I got to change things or I'm going to die of a heart attack when I'm 30. Mm-hmm. And here I am at 30, still alive.
0: Thank and goodness. Win. Uh, what went through your head? What was going on? I just, was, I was just felt on? like,
1: man, I'm, I, was, I always felt I was sick all the time. I just felt like crap. I wasn't eating any healthy food. It's not like I was eating way too much salad.
0: So when you were drinking yeah. juice, you were drinking, I don't know, juice laced with sugar
1: oh just sugary drinks fruitopia for instance fast food i think it was the 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 massive amounts of fast food like i could just i could pack food away like a human camel i just (laughs) not and i just you know msg just is a it's an evil was your best friend evil maiden oh yeah (laughs) and uh i just got so heavy and i remember my i was like i gotta do something about this so I decided I was going to bet myself that I couldn't stop eating fast food. I know that's like a double negative, but essentially I couldn't eat fast food or I would lose this bet to myself. And I thought, I am not going to lose this bet. I'm not a loser. And uh, my girlfriend at the time got a gym membership, and I was like, I'm going to try that too. I got this gym membership. I went to the gym three times a week. Totally changed how I ate. Mm-hmm. you know, no more fast food at all. Cold turkey. Like I was, it's like smoking. If you're going to quit, quit, you got to quit. That's it. And, uh, I think just the change in my diet helped so much, you know, regulated portions that control a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: did it change your mindset?
1: Yeah. I think I just started to have, you know, actually thought about what I was putting into my mouth. I, instead of just like Whatever, burgers, McDonald's, Burger King, you know, Chinese food, pizzas, whatever, instead of just like randomly putting massive amounts of food in my mouth, I thought, okay, I gotta, you know, I gotta get healthy. Like, I gotta, you know, eat things that have, you know, nutrition in them. And uh, I think that just totally opened my eyes to this whole world that I had no idea existed. Right. Of, you know, Eating well, exercising. Mm-hmm. I started exercising, losing weight. Weight just fell off. Like I don't think I naturally carry a lot of weight around, so uh, it it fell off pretty quick. And uh, I was able. To, I just kept, you know, exercising more and more. And you know, maybe some weeks I started adding a, a fourth day of exercise. And yeah, it was uh, it was hard at times. Like you know, fast food tastes good. Like they just they make it taste good. So. <laughs> You know, I just had to remind myself like, you got this bet with yourself like, don't do it. You just just can't do it. And I think I think self control. I, I just I just had enough self control that I right. I just resisted the temptation and I just tried to avoid situations where you know people would be going to fast food and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I got to sit over here and you know eat my salad or something. Right. I just kind of removed myself from those situations. So right. I think that helped with the temptation.
0: Got it. So basically, like, if you were a smoker and you're quitting smoking, you wouldn't go to the smoking yeah, section. you don't
1: hang out in the smoke pit if you don't want to smoke. <laughs> and it's, if you don't
0: want to drink, you don't... You, you don't hang out at the pub. Correct. It's a bad spot to go. Yeah, that,
1: so I think that, that, made,
0: that made a big difference too. Do you remember... Do you remember like anything that ever scared you in in terms of taking those first steps to like a better life a, a new you or just to get away from and and if you were scared like how did you deal with it how did you how did you um manage the anxiety because I think a lot of people do want to get to a new level, they want to get away from where they're at, they're in a bad space or whatever, sometimes maybe they're anxious about something, something's holding them back, so maybe you can touch on that a little bit.
1: I mean, that's, uh, I can't really say there's any really scary parts, I mean, I was pretty young when I I gained all this weight, so I think it was just a natural progression in life, you know, with learning, Uh, so that I feel like, is where I had it a bit easier than some people. Like, if right now I was doing this transition, I think it would be a lot harder because, you know, you're also, you have all these friends that you, you know, have had this past life with and now you're trying to, you know, make big changes and that's scary because now, you know, it's going to leave friends behind. And unfortunately with triathlon, that did happen. And, you know, I kind of regret some of the, you know, the big decisions I made that just didn't allow me to hang out or didn't have allow me the time to hang out with friends, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I lost. I can't say I lost friends, but they just you know we grew apart uh, because of it, and you know that that's something that you know I sort of regret. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's the the decision I just I had to make it because you know I I found this new thing that I loved, and I think if you really have a passion for something, I think you just have to think about why you're doing it, and. If you, if you love it as much as you think you do, then, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta take the leap. And, you know, I think, uh, I think it would be the right decision. I mean, obviously you need to think about, you know, don't want to neglect your family or anything like that Mm -hmm. for something like this. But I think, uh, you know, if you're really passionate about something, you need to just
0: dedicate to yourself. You
1: can't be afraid to like take a leap, Mm -hmm. uh, and try something. Mm -hmm. I think, uh. Because you don't want to live with regret for true, the rest true. of your life that, you know, here is this one thing that, or this, this thing that you were doing that you got so much, you know, excitement and joy out of, but you're too afraid to, like, take it any further. Right. Or you just capped yourself because you're just scared. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you just have to trust in yourself and that you're going to, you know, you're just going to try your best. And, yeah. you know, sometimes things fail, but maybe they don't. and
0: and you never know you
1: never know so
0: basic so as long as you commit to yourself yeah, dedicate you just have to
1: dedicate and commit 100%. you have to believe
0: to yourself yeah, or if believe you believe you
1: yourself. can do it yeah. like and you have to
0: filter out all, all the noise you have
1: to man there's so much negativity out there there's so many people who
0: want you to fail
1: because they were too afraid to make right. those leaps themselves and yeah. some people are just like that and they're going to try and drag you down but mm-hmm. you
0: know it's always easier to say to no have,
1: yeah you have to keep your both make like your, your BS filter on, uh, on, <laughs> on, on red high. alert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, there's people out there and they're going to try and drag you down. But I think also surrounding yourself with positive people, that's what I've done in my life. You know, like the negative people, I just, you know, excuse myself from their presence and just surround mm-hmm. myself with positive people. And those are the people that are going to bring you up and like support you in mm-hmm. things like this. So, yeah, yeah. I think that that's a big, a big difference.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's 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 a that's a good point. Um we want to uh reach out to the FitSpeak listeners and um whoever might be out there that is, you know, uh, you know, in fear or a little bit afraid of uh you know, moving forwards in their life and all the big what ifs and you know, the Nathan Killam, um he's a really down to earth regular kind of guy that dedicates himself and really puts his time in and and uh hits his goals and he's on point for everything um so to change things up a little bit now shotgun round hope you don't mind we're going to put you again on the hot seat uh you talked about being a mechanic on your uncle's crew yeah for stock car racing
1: uh that wasn't my that was a friend but yeah i was uh, one of the pit crew members
0: And you were turning wrenches. Yeah. And we're talking about 10,000 foot pounds of.
1: Oh, that's, that was when I was a heavy duty mechanic. (laughs) So that was two separate things. I was, uh, my hobby was working on race cars and then my actual job was working on heavy equipment. And, (laughs) and yeah, the 10,000 foot pounds.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So you spent a lot of time with some greasy hands. Oh, yeah. All right. Here it is. Uh, the big question. If you could be a hot rod, which hot rod would it be?
1: 1969 Ford Mustang fastback, candy apple red with white race stripes, two white race stripes down the middle.
0: What about a, what kind of rear end?
1: Oh, 410 rear end with a, yeah.
0: What kind of meets? Tell us. We want to know.
1: Wide. Actually, no, I'm (laughs) going to go with stock. I'm going to go with stock meets. Keep it classy, man.
0: Keep it real. Keep Keep it real. real. Excellent.
1: They, they, They built a beautiful car. I mess with with perfection.
0: Yeah, 100%. Okay, there you go, FitSpeak listeners. We've been sitting down with uh, Nathan Killam, pro triathlete. He's been sharing his thoughts on how to uh, break through and uh, to find success.